The Chicago White Sox lost to the Angels on Monday, but the big story was the return of Liam Hendricks. He pitched the eighth inning, gave up a couple of runs, and was not as sharp as he would have liked to be, but he was out there pitching in a White Sox uniform at 35th and Shields after a successful battle against non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. It was a tough loss, but what an amazing moment for Liam and his family. White Sox will try to even up the series on Tuesday with Lucas Giolito on the mound. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Head to birddogs.com slash lockdown MLB for the most comfortable and versatile pants and shorts you'll ever own. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. White Sox take on the Los Angeles Angels on Tuesday. Lucas Giolito is on the hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM and the SXM app. Search White Sox. Tough one uh, for the Southsiders on Monday. Uh, State of the Sox, they are now 22-34, and 34, uh, seven games back. In the AL Central, uh, Sox lost to the Angels 6-4 uh, on the south side. White Sox hit three home runs, uh, which you thought maybe that would do it. Uh, but Michael Kopech was not the same pitcher. Uh, we saw a battle against the Royals and Cleveland. A tough way to start uh, the homestand. But again, that big story was, of course, the return of Liam Hendricks. Uh, welcome back, Liam Hendricks. A lot of stuff happening before the game and during the game. Uh, emotional moment. Uh, they didn't even go to commercial break when he came into the game out of the dugout and the strobe lights going crazy. And uh, he's got the, that that hybrid uh, Freddie Mercury, We Will Rock You kind of a remix song. Uh, if you've never been there, uh, if you've ever been in the Sox game for a Liam Hendricks entrance, it's quite the spectacle. Uh, so that was cool to see them stay on that, not go to commercial break, and you got to watch him enter uh, out there from the bullpen. Uh, this is what Pedro Grafol had to say uh, prior to the game. Uh, again, this is bigger than baseball, right? Uh, this is about life and the diagnosis and the comeback and how he did it and how good he was prior to it and how he's going to be afterward. Uh, this is just bigger than the game itself. Uh, what he's done and how he's done it has been remarkable. It's an inspiration to everybody on this club. It's an inspiration to everybody who follows the game and knows Liam. 
Uh, Rick Hahn emerged and also spoke to the media. Uh, he, the last time he had an opportunity for a homestand, he did not say anything, but uh, he crawled out of wherever he was hiding and uh, took questions. Uh, uh, this was uh, some of these answers were put up on social media compliments of Vinny Duber and James Fegan and uh, Scott Merkin do a great job of covering this team so closely. Uh, in evaluating the White Sox, uh, Rick Hahn said May was better than April, but lamented inconsistencies uh, with players back from injuries. He sees the possibility for the Sox to play to their capabilities. Memorial Day is a traditional marker uh, for longer-term decisions, uh, but Hahn said it's too early for the White Sox to do so. Uh, this group uh, this is a group that is now hopefully coming together as a full unit, and we'll see how it performs over the next several weeks before we have to make that decision. So, you know, again, Rick Hahn uh, peddling out that that stuff he did during the offseason, uh, banking on hope and health and luck and a return to accustomed levels. Now we're all going to put it back together here. Uh, we're now all coming together as one, and we're going to just turn the corner. It's going to happen magically, and so we don't have to worry about things for quite some time. Uh, he didn't specifically mention that the White Sox are in the AL Central, but uh, you can kind of gather that uh, from the type of comments he had. Uh, Rick Hahn said the first outing for Liam Hendricks uh, would be getting his feet wet. Uh, Pedro Grifol said he would not pitch the ninth inning uh, out of the gate, adding they hope the adrenaline of the game brings another uptick in stuff, velocity, performance. Uh, Liam is one of those special players uh, who has the ability to connect with fans, even if they never met him, Rick Hahn said. Uh, whether it's the charitable work he does in the community or the authenticity that comes across when he gets interviewed or the way he's so honest and vulnerable about himself and what he's experiencing. In some ways, fans are going to feel like it's an old friend or relative who has fought through something and survived this and is now here to be celebrated. Uh, so Jimmy Lambert uh, went to the IL with right ankle inflammation. Uh, that was per Rick Hahn. That's the corresponding move uh, for Liam Hendricks. And both Mike Clevenger and Elvis Andrews could return uh, this homestand. Uh, it's going to be an interesting situation when uh, Elvis Andrews comes back, uh, what they're going to do, because you've got Aloy Jimenez, who has come out and said once again, look, I don't like uh, being a DH. I hate it. I want to be in right field. I've worked at it. Again, this is the same stuff we've been talking about, you know, in the off season. And we're like, yeah, that's cute. That's great, Aloy. Well, now after this appendectomy, now he really means it. And the White Sox are listening. He was back out there in right field. Uh, he hit a home run. And, and Romy Gonzalez, who's been playing second base quite a bit, uh, he hit a home run. He has been really stinging the ball lately, something that Elvis Andrews was not doing. And honestly, I don't think you're going to lose any defense. I mean, Elvis Andrews was playing out of position anyway. Uh, Andres is not the future with this ball club. I'm not saying that Romy Gonzalez is, but I think you've got to go with a hot hand right now uh, as the Sox try to dig themselves out of this ridiculous hole uh, they have created. So, 
Uh, you know, you also got to get Berger in there. Sheets was uh, playing some first base or trying to play first base uh, on Monday. They didn't go so well. Uh, Berger was coming off the bench late in the game. Uh, you know, Vaughn swung the bat well on Monday. So, look, uh, they got a lot of different moving parts. You know, you've got Clint Frazier out there lingering. Uh, uh, he has kind of shown well in a small sample size. He's serviceable. So I don't know about Elvis Andrews. I, I, I really I feel like he might be an odd man out. Also got Hanser Alberto. Uh, Sacks have some decisions to make. Grafol and the coaching staff have some decision to make on playing time. You know, how to get the maximum uh, out of these guys that are performing, that are playing well. You got, you got to ride that right now uh, here, especially at this homestand, weather's nice, you know, a ball go far, team go far. Usually White Sox hit three home runs, but could not overcome an early deficit from a four-run first inning by the Angels. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers get a, a no-sweat first bet up to a $2,500. Uh, that's $2,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, uh, there's no better place uh, to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown and get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash lockdown. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. White Sox face off against the Angels on Tuesday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Our Southsiders fell to the Halos 6-4 on Memorial Day. Uh, Michael Kopech got back on the mound, and boy, was he electric. Uh, those two previous starts against the Royals and against the Guardians. Uh, we saw some magic. We saw some Kopech magic on Monday. He's got that fastball. It's lively. Uh, he was striking out, guys, uh, but we didn't see the control. That pinpoint control was just not there. That pitch count, wow, it skyrocketed quickly. Uh, top of first, a walk to Mike Trout. Uh, hit He hit Otani in the shin. It looked like it really hurt. Uh, then Brandon Drury with a two-out, three-run home run off of a pitch that screamed, hit me. Uh, Kopech did not have the pinpoint control. We have seen recently... Uh, Thais with a two-out solo home run, four-nothing Angels quickly. Uh, Kopech did have three strikeouts in the inning through 31 pitches. Uh, bottom of first, Sox get on the board. Ben Attendee with a double, Aloy Jimenez RBI single, four-one Angels. Uh, top of second, another uh, hit batsman. Angels had the first two on, nobody out. Uh, still, Kopech had that overpowering fastball, but it was tailing on him, coming out of his hand and just flying out of the zone. Uh, Kopech used a slider to get his fourth strikeout of the game. Uh, Trout was up once again. Kopech threw over Trout's head. Uh, he was all over the place. Sebi was very busy uh, behind home plate early on. Uh, Kopech ended up striking out Mike Trout, so two away, went 3-1 to Otani. 
Uh, and he helped Kopech out by swinging at ball four, pop out to Mankata. No further damage done except for the elevated pitch count. 58 pitches after two. Uh, bottom of second. Uh, ground out, ground out, fly out for our Chicago White Sox. Very quick inning. Not a lot of time, I thought, for Kopech to get a breather. Uh, top of third on its way to being a quick inning, then a full count base hit and a misplay by Sheets at first. He should have had that scoop from Mankata. It was uh, tagged as an error by Mankata, but I think Sheets should have had that at first. Uh, Angels with two on, two outs. Kopech sitting 95 miles per hour with that fastball, uh, going upstairs, going downstairs. Uh, also, he seemed to find moments uh, where he would just go right at the hitter, kind of right down Main Street with a little bit extra on it, 96-97. Uh, overthrowing perhaps I thought that a little bit when that ball was tailing out of the zone high uh, or outside to a right-handed pitter pitch uh, hitter maybe he was trying to get a little too much extra on that uh, and was throwing not pitching uh, Kopech got his seventh strikeout to end the inning so after three uh, three hits four earned runs a couple of walks seven strikeouts uh, those two home runs uh, 76 pitches thrown a bottom third, Sebi uh, let off with a bloop single to right field, flipped a slider the opposite way. Uh, Tim Anderson struck out after a lengthy at-bat. Uh, ben Attendi flew out to left field. And then Canning uh, was on the mound for the Angels. Uh, gave Luis Robert Jr. a heavy dose of sliders and a nasty changeup to finish him off. Look, that's the recipe to get Luis Robert out. Sox strand the leadoff hitter. Sebi never moved from first base. Uh, bottom of four, Kopech got his eighth and ninth strikeout, uh, gave up a trout single, and that was it in the inning. Kopech had that awful first inning and really didn't allow much after that, just a ton of pitches thrown. Uh, bottom fourth, Canning had a devastating changeup working. Uh, wow, they covered it quite a bit uh, on the telecast and NBC Sports Chicago. Andrew Vaughn blasted a two-out home run, uh, made it 4-2 Angels. Uh, Vaughn hit an outside fastball to the right field seats for his seventh of the year. Top of fifth, Kopech out there with 95 pitches on his arm uh, to start the inning. Gave up a one-out single, and that was it for him. Uh, Santos came in for relief. Uh, bottom of five, Romy Gonzalez with a home run to lead things off. Made it a one-run game at that point. Uh, Sox bullpen featuring Santos and Middleton. They did a very nice job in the sixth and seventh. Zero hits, uh, one walk. Middleton had three strikeouts uh, in his inning. Bottom of seven, uh, Los Angeles Angels unleash uh, a guy, Ben Joyce, uh, out of the bullpen. He is throwing absolute gas. They said on the telecast that he clocked in college a 105.5 a mile per hour fastball, which I think was the fastest uh, pitch recorded in college history. Uh, he was throwing 101, 102. Uh, Vaughn hit a slider for a leadoff base hit, but then Joyce just went back to the fastball and just nobody could do anything. I mean, 101, 102 with ease. This guy was pumping it. And then, then came the top of the eighth. Uh, I told you, uh, NBC Sports Chicago, they didn't cut to commercial. They kept it on. Uh, they showed Liam coming out of the bullpen, standing ovation, a lot of electricity. 
uh, it was such a moving moment. It really was. You could, you could just, you could just sense it from uh, him, of course. And, you know, flashing to his wife up in the suite and it looked like there may be some family and friends there. A lot of emotion, uh, Sox fans, obviously giving him, uh, all the credit deserves standing. O and, uh, right out of the gate, first pitch from Hendricks, 96 miles per hour, right down main street, uh, Thice. Uh, battled and got a base hit to center field, uh, then stole second. Fielder's choice got him to third. Hendricks was sitting 95, 96 miles per hour. He issued a walk uh, to Walsh. Runners on the corners uh, won out. Hendricks throwing a lot of pitches, laboring. I mean, you could tell he was gassed a little bit, just a lot of emotion. Uh, Head Neto at a full count, and he had a sack fly to right field. Uh, that made it a 5-3 Angels game. A bloop double for Moniak. Uh, second and third with Trout up. Ripped a liner uh, that Tim Anderson could not hold on to at shortstop. Another Angel run came across a 6-3. Uh, got Otani to ground out. Hendricks threw 27 pitches uh, in his debut. Uh, bottom eight, uh, Sacks trailed by three. It was a quick inning. Uh, Angels threw some leather. Uh, outstanding play by Neto at shortstop on a Luis uh, Robert Jr. ground ball. We'll uh, hear from Neto later, too, because he was throwing leather. Uh, top of nine, Bummer in the game now. Uh, he had three strikeouts. Good to see that from Bummer. And then bottom of the ninth, uh, Aloy Jimenez solo home run uh, six four. You got to keep you got to keep Jimenez's bat in the lineup. And if he likes now playing right field and maybe he's feeling better there, and the bat will follow. He just got to keep him healthy somehow. And I think the Sox are at a point where they're just saying, whatever, whatever you want, Aloy. You want to play right field? Okay, you're going to put up a whole stink that you hate DHing. You want to play right field? Go ahead, play right field. Uh, just be serviceable. Don't do anything dumb. Don't hurt yourself because we need that bat right now. He's come back and he's been swinging. Uh, Vaughn was hit by a pitch. Uh, Sheets, uh, he walked. So Berger came in to pinch hit. Uh, hometown Berger. I mean, this guy's been electric. Uh, Berger represented the winning run and it was an infield pop out. Uh, then Yaz hit a sharp grounder to Neto at shortstop. And he had more than enough time to peg Grandal for the third out game over. Uh, Kopech's final line, four and a third, uh, five hits, four earned runs, a couple of walks, 10 strikeouts, two home runs, his ERA 4.52. Kopech settled down uh, for the most part uh, after that big first inning, but you know, when you're getting behind on hitters and you've got to come in with a fastball and you've got to have a competitive in the zone pitch, uh, you know, these Angels hitters, man, they're swingers and they've got some pop uh, and they uh, they made them pay. You know, it wasn't as, it wasn't the sharp first pitch strike working quick. Uh, I liked his fastball. I, I liked his presence. Obviously, he had he got strikeouts, but he also had a lot of con control problems and you know, man, yeah, I need to see longer outings from Michael Kopech. Um, Hendricks, uh, his lone inning, again, that was the eighth. Three hits, two earned runs, uh, one walk, zero strikeouts. Uh, Sacks offense, four runs, eight hits. Uh, those three home runs, Vaughn, Jimenez, and Gonzalez. Sacks were one for four with runners in scoring position. 
Uh, Luis Robert Jr., 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. Mancada, 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. Uh, the White Sox try to even things up on Tuesday night with Giolito on the mound. Uh, more on that in a moment. Sox Angels, a Tuesday night on the south side. Uh, game two of this three-game series. Uh, Lucas Giolito will be on the mound. Last time we saw Gio, uh, he had a very rough outing against the Detroit Tigers in the series opener. Uh, three and two-thirds, six hits, four earned runs, one home run, seven walks, and four strikeouts. Wow, I got to see some improvements. I'll be watching this closely to see how he handles himself. But that was a game where I think the Sacks walked 11 batters, uh, and uh, Giolito had seven of those. Uh, this season, Giolito, three and four with a 3.98 ERA. Uh, Giolito has a two and one record with an ERA of 3.79 and 51 strikeouts and seven appearances against the Angels in his career. Uh, Giolito saw the Angels twice last year, combined 12 innings, 13 hits, five earned runs, only two walks, and 13 strikeouts. Those are good numbers. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see the Sox bounce back. We still got some warm weather uh, on the south side, so hopefully uh, more home runs are flying out of the ballpark and we can keep the Angels in check. Thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere. You find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get those questions in for the next mailbag. I think that's going to drop on Friday. Got some good ones in already. Uh, get those questions in at LockedOnSacks at gmail.com. Uh, Socks take on the Angels on Tuesday on the South Side. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Hey, everydayers, on the next episode, I will recap Lucas Giolito's start. Hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.